I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Thursday, September 21st. The T says it's investigating a near miss between a train and workers on the red line on Monday and another on September 11th on the same stretch of red line tracks. With even more incidents in which T trains nearly missed workers on the tracks coming to light, Governor Mara Healey said yesterday she met with the head of the Federal Transit Administration to assure the agency that just last week scolded the T for repeated worker safety lapses, that her administration's taking the matter seriously. A T spokesman said it was reported that a flagger signaled for an approaching train to stop, but it did not. No one was injured. When a T investigator spoke with one of the members of the crew, the worker mentioned that a similar incident had occurred in that same area the previous Monday. The T said it is investigating the September 11th and 18th incidents and that both were reported to the FTA and the DPU. In a letter dated September 14th, the FTA cited two other recent near misses on the red and green lines. MBTA police are looking for a person of interest in a sexual assault that happened in the garage of the train station in Braintree. Police are looking to speak with a man in connection with the incident, which happened at about 3 a.m. on Monday. Authorities did not give any further details about the attack, but released photos of a person of interest dressed in a white tank top and red shorts. Anybody with information is asked to call the MBTA police. Police say callers can remain anonymous. Well, a Quincy homeowner can continue to rent out her property for now after a judge denied the city's effort to put a halt to that Airbnb. Quincy officials asked a judge to stop Zhang Lao from renting out 33 to 35 High Street as a short-term rental after residents complained that tenants were disrupting the neighborhood with trash, Rowdy, drunken behavior and illegal parking, Quincy enacted a ban on short-term rentals in March of 2021, but a superior court judge said that Lau had been renting the property since 2016, and that Quincy accepted a $3,200 payment from Lau for a short-term rental tax in November of 2021. The city argued that accepting that payment was a glitch in the system. The judge's ruling will allow Lau to continue the short-term rental until the full case is heard. A trial date has not been set. In a separate matter, a judge did approve Quincy's request for a preliminary injunction against another short-term rental in Squantum. Quincy is one of nine Massachusetts communities that will be receiving a federal grant to improve and protect the city's trees. The USDA is awarding more than $22 million to cities and towns in the Bay State from the Inflation Reduction Act to plant and maintain trees, combat extreme heat and climate change, and improve access to nature in communities across the country. Quincy will use its grant for its Urban Forest Climate Resiliency and Equity Plan. You can add the Tobin Bridge to the list of aging congested spans that state officials are eyeing for replacement. Acting Transportation Secretary Monica Tibbetts-Nutt informed state officials at a meeting yesterday 
that the Healy administration is beginning to plan for the eventual replacement of the Tobin Bridge, one of the most highly traveled routes in the state, and a gateway linking Boston and communities north of the city. Tibbetts Nutt said a request for proposals could be released soon as tomorrow, seeking a transportation planning and engineering consultant that would work on a study examining options for the replacement of the bridge. Major changes are not imminent, and Tibbetts Nutt suggested the study alone could take two years. On the same day, Tibbetts Nutt outlined initial steps toward replacement of the bridge. The Department of Transportation's board approved a $109 million contract for repairs and maintenance to that same structure. Budget talks on Beacon Hill are weighing on the minds of many lawmakers. Governor Healy has proposed a $2.15 billion supplemental budget that would include $250 million to continue sheltering migrants who are arriving in Massachusetts. Those figures are concerning to both Democrats and Republicans. Similar questions were asked by House leadership on Tuesday with Speaker Ron Mariano calling for the governor to provide hard numbers on current and future needs. With all the uncertainty, lawmakers may have to pass more standard budget items first before moving on to the migrant funding issue. While they move through that process, calls are growing for the federal government to help Massachusetts and other states address the growing problem. The normal timeline for passing a supplemental budget is the end of October. Many homeowners are already facing an insurance crisis in states like Florida and California, but it will likely affect people in the Boston area in the years ahead. According to the First Street Foundation, a nonprofit that studies climate risks, it's becoming more expensive to insure property because of natural disasters made worse by climate change. CBS News analyzed data and found that counties in the Boston area that are at most risk from high winds. In Plymouth County, 73% of the properties are at risk of higher insurance premiums or losing their coverage. In Essex County, it's 41%. Here in Norfolk County, 20% of properties could have trouble finding affordable insurance. Looking to the future, 30 years from now, Rockingham County in southern New Hampshire could have the sharpest spike in the number of homes at risk, a projected increase of 179%. The average cost for homeowners insurance in Massachusetts has gone up 15% in one year. A check of business news this morning. Stocks retreated. The Dow down 76 points. The Nasdaq dropped 209. The S&P fell 41. World shares have also declined after the Fed said it may not cut interest rates next year by as much as an earlier thought. The dollar slipped, the euro is down, oil is down to $88 a barrel. In sports, the Rangers trouncing the Red Sox 15-5. to In Texas yesterday, Boston's back home tomorrow night at Fenway for a series with the White Sox beginning at 7. The National Weather Service forecast today, another beauty, lots of sunshine, highs in the mid-70s. Tonight clear, low about 50, increasing clouds throughout the day tomorrow and a high 70 degrees, then some scattered showers later Saturday afternoon, a high of 64. Showers continue on Sunday with a high of 67. 
but the boater waves about a foot. A light northerly wind will become easterly later today at a high tide at 4.19 p.m. Sunrise 6.29, sets at 6.43. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Thursday, September 21st.